Hey y'all, Paul here, and I want to tell you that I've been personally working with Cody and the team at Lightspeed Social Agency, and I have to tell you about them. They've been driving humongous results for me. Here's the deal. They only work in our industry. Their Facebook and Instagram ads are designed to increase route density, or for landscape contractors, targeting high-end neighborhoods that can afford your most profitable projects. They call it hyper-local targeting, and it's the closest thing in the digital age to the old school nine arounds. I've heard success stories from people in the industry and I want the Lightspeed Social team to unlock that growth for your business too. Go to lightspeedsocialagency.com to request a quote today. Again, that's lightspeedsocialagency.com. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Lightspeed Lawn Care Marketing Podcast. We are back in our normal studios today and you might be joining us on YouTube since we have started uploading the podcast over there um, or you might be joining us in the normal audio feed wherever you are at. Thanks so much for tuning in. Today Robert and I are going to be talking about how to market your lawn care business just sort of a like broad overview because we know that it is that time of year where guys are thinking like oh I have to I have to start getting myself out there. How do I do it? Uh, maybe you've heard me on some of the shows I've guested on recently. I was on the Green Industry Podcast. I was over on uh, Fullerton Unfiltered recently. Um, that may not be out yet by the time you're hearing this, but it should be coming soon. We just need to dive right in here. Robert, I'm going to throw the first question at you. Why should you market your lawn care business? You got to market. If you don't market, no one's going to know about you. And, you know, sometimes you'll hear people say, well, what about you know, word of mouth, which is great. Word of mouth is like the best premiere, but it's, it's, it's like a sliver of what you really can, what you really can get. And if you're not marketing, that's the fuel. I mean, mentioned in the last episode, that's the jet fuel to the business. you got to put money behind it. you got to even marketing on a basic level of having your trucks wrapped or having a nice magnet, having, like uh, door hangers, which we'll talk about having a uniform, a uniform is part of marketing as well, so that your team looks legit out in the field. And so you're not just looking like a random guy cutting grass. And I want to throw this back at you, Cody. Why should we market? Yeah. So if you want to grow your business in a way that is scalable, repeatable, that you are in control of, you cannot rely on word of mouth. If you are going from, you know, just normal word of mouth to a referral program where you've defined the parameters of like asking people to refer people in their neighborhood, if you are rewarding them for referrals, once money is, you know, leaving your hand in some way and entering someone else's, you've moved from the realm of like, you know, wishes and hopes into actually marketing and advertising. So even you can accelerate word of mouth into actual mar a marketing channel for you. You just need to have, there need to be levers that you can pull to make things happen in the business. And I don't know about, you know, you listening, but I, in my business, I don't want there to be like, I want growth to be something I can turn on like a faucet. I don't want it to be, well, we're just, you know, we're hoping Mrs. Smith tells someone that we exist. That's not, that's not doing business. That's, you know, hoping Mrs. Mrs. Smith should not be your marketing department. You know, maybe she's really good at it and you should hire her, but 
you should actually be doing something to grow your business, not wishing for Mrs. Smith to grow your business for you. Yeah, absolutely, Cody. It's like you're sitting there refreshing your uh, Gmail over and over. This gets us into the next question of what are the best ways to market our lawn care or landscaping business? Yeah, I mean, I think you touched on some of the, the best ways to get started because all of marketing is about getting you the, you know, 8, 10, 12 touches that you need to close a sale. And so that's going to include a lot of those branding things that Robert talked about a second ago, making sure that you've got uniforms with the logo on the back big enough for people to see from across the street, getting your trucks wrapped or at least like, you know, something bigger than a magnet cling, maybe some vinyl lettering or something that looks good that, that lets people know who you are when you're in their neighborhood. And then door hangers, postcards to the neighborhoods you are already working in or want to work in. You just have to build up the ways that people see you so that when they think of lawn care, when everyone in that neighborhood thinks of lawn care, they need to think of you in the same way that when they think of a, like they want a refreshing beverage, they think of Coca-Cola. You can't do that, you know, nationally, uh, you know, you're not going to be like the bright view or the true green, but you can be that for that neighborhood, for that route. And then those are kind of like the beginner things. And when you're ready to get advanced and you want to grow, you know, faster and further, if you want to grow at light speed, um, then you're going to want to start running Facebook and Instagram ads. And the reason I tell you to go there first rather than Google AdWords is that Facebook and Instagram let you target a lot more intricately than AdWords does. And Guys who have been in the business for a long time might hear that and think, well, you know, AdWords lets me target really specifically. I can target, you know, 38-year-olds who own a home who make over $200,000 a year in this third of this zip code. That doesn't matter. That's, that's useless to me in, you know, for the most part. What matters for businesses trying to build route density, like all of our maintenance guys are, it's much more important what neighborhood they live in for you. And Facebook lets you target right down to the neighborhood, cut off the the neighborhood next door that is not ideal clients, cut off the apartment complex across the street, people who commute by. You are drilled down to just the exact right people in the neighborhood that you want to work in. So that is so much more powerful than, than just filtering by income and interest and all of those things that are, you know, a little more of a black magic than just, I want the people that live there. Um, and usually in AdWords, when we're trying to filter down by all of those demographic things and all that, that's what we're trying to drill down to. So Facebook just lets us do it. So I would tell you to get started in Facebook first. You know, when you're running ads through the Facebook ad platform, that's Facebook and Instagram. You're getting your kind of older homeowner audience on Facebook. You're getting your female decision maker in the home on Instagram. And a lot of guys are on Instagram now too. It's not like, it's a little bit stereotypical to say like, oh, women are on Instagram. You know, I'm on Instagram. I, I Robert has an account. Uh, I know that even my dad is on Instagram now. That's kind of the, the bellwether for me on whether a platform has been like truly adopted by by the, uh, the olds is uh, when my dad is over there hanging out. So decision makers are on that platform. You can filter down to them. We have a video on our YouTube channel that shows you the exact targeting strategy that we use that we'll put a link in the description or we'll pop it up over here if you're watching on YouTube. That is going to show you exactly how to set up 
the inclusion and exclusion zones to like cookie cutter right down to the neighborhood that you want to hit. And I think that that is the best way to grow a lawn care and landscaping business, as long as you have all the other channels set up as well. Um, you need to be getting those other touches from the things Robert talked about. You know, all your branding stuff needs to be set up first. Before we can jump into using Facebook or Google, what you have to make sure, and we're going to really drill this in, is you got to have a website. You can't do any of this mm. other stuff without having a website. You need one. Yeah. First of all, it looks professional. That's just number one. And then also that's going to allow you to take advantage of these other platforms because just having a Facebook account and not a website, yeah, you can run Facebook ads, but they're not going to work nearly as well because you're depending on your Facebook page to do the sales process for you. Whereas if you have a website and they hit an ad, yeah, they can see your page, but most likely when they see that ad, they're going to jump straight to your website and then you can have that landing page ready for them that's going to sell for you right away. So yeah. you got to have a website. It needs to look professional and you don't have to know how to program or something like that. You have like Squarespace, WordPress. There's so many different, mm -hmm. well, I'll probably even put them in the description just so you can look through different types of uh, platforms to build your own. And you can also outsource that. It doesn't cost a, a ridiculous amount to have a nice looking website because you want it to be user friendly. Because sometimes you'll see local businesses where their website looks like it's from like the 2000s, like early 2000s. Yeah. And it's just not, you. it's no better than a Facebook page at that point. Yeah. Sometimes you wander into a website and it is very much like when you walk into a, uh, like a suburban mall that's on its last legs and you're kind of like, am I supposed to be here? Am I allowed here? Yeah. So you definitely need a website. It needs to look like it was made in the last few years. But if you are doing this on like a shoestring budget, Squarespace is an excellent option. We do not get paid by them to, to tell you that we, we pay them, uh, every year to run our website on Squarespace because it just works. Right. And we don't have to worry about security updates and all of that thing that like Robert and I are both technically inclined. We both work on, uh, you know, software products all day. I just don't want to have to worry about it. I want it to just be taken care of. I know that it's going to work every day without fail. So I really encourage you to take a look at that if that's going to work for you. The big thing would be to have someone proofread your website or maybe pay someone to write the copy for it once you've kind of like worked out what it's going to look like so that it, it looks professional, it's well-written, all of that sort of thing. So that when people hit it, it, it works to convert them, not scare them off. One thing I want to touch on the website, which will also include in the description is having a uh, video. This is just general guys. I'm just, this is just a website tip on your homepage is having a video introduction video on the front of it, pretty close to the top. That way you can just talk about your business. You can introduce yourself. So obviously you as the owner, you want to be in that video. You want to be like cheerful and sh show them, okay, this is somebody I want to do business with. This is somebody I can trust. And I was, mm -hmm. even if you're, Especially if you're starting out, you may not have, we're going to talk about landing pages, but you may not have a lot of landing pages. And so your website is very bare bones, but even if it is bare bones, you can still have those key components of like, you have your quote form, you have your small video right there that will just let them know who you are, what you do, your services, and why they should choose you over somebody else. 
Yeah. And if you are working on your website or even like you have a website and, and it works, um, a thing I would encourage you to do, like kind of do a homepage audit. So pull up the homepage of your website on your phone and on your laptop and take a look at it and see when you hit this page without scrolling, can you see an option to get a quote? Can you see like something that tells me who the people are that are involved with this business. I'd want that to be like a video. If you don't have one, uh, you can work on making one. That's just a company intro video quickly saying what services you provide. And then also without scrolling, someone should be able to see, does this company provide service where I live? And that does not mean like serving, you know, Dallas Fort Worth. That doesn't help me because there's no lawn care business in, in my area that actually serves all of DFW, right? So I need your service area targeted enough that you can list the, you know, various small suburbs that you're in, or even like subdivisions, if you're that well targeted, I should know without having to hunt around on your website, whether you're willing to do business with me based on where my home is. Which we do recommend doing this with the landing pages is for each service that you're, let's say you're advertising mulching on Facebook, you're sending your people who are hitting your ad, you would want to send them to a specific mulching landing page that will give you yeah. the benefits of mulching, a headline that's geared towards mulching, not just a generic lawn care one. So that way it's like even more tuned in. This way you'll have like 10, depending on how many services you have, you have a landing page for each service. And that also helps with tracking your conversion rates as well. So you'll know how well your ads are doing rather than everybody going to one landing page. Splitting out those landing pages is going to help you kind of create, if you know, like the, the Dan Kennedy sales letter model, you're always, you're selling one specific thing when you have those separate landing pages and you can structure them. Uh, you know, you're like Russell Brunson types would call it like a squeeze page uh, or Dan Kennedy would call it a sales letter that you are pushing them to convert on one, one decision. You want them to do one purchase decision with you right here. That's part of having your ad cohesive with your landing page. And again, if it just looks way different, your ad in the landing page, people are just going to bounce right away because they're not sure if they're on the right web page. And people will do that very fast, like unconsciously. Yeah. Let's talk about a little bit about digital ads real quick again. If, if you're listening to this and you haven't run digital ads in the past, or maybe uh, when I was talking to Brian Fullerton uh, earlier this week, it was, hey, lots of guys have tried it and had, you know, really bad results. They've DIY'd it and it hasn't gone well. If you are at a point in the business where it makes sense to run digital ads and you don't have the know-how to do it or the time to, to dive in and do it, that's where, uh, you know, a company like Lightspeed, like Robert and I come in and we manage that for you. So if that is something that you need, there is a link in the show notes or in the description of this video where you can click through, fill out our contact form, let us know what your pain points are with your current Facebook ad strategy. And I would tell you 90% of the guys that fill out that form, they tell me the problem is that they don't have a strategy at all. So we can come in. We can hear a little bit about your business, let you know what we can do to help you grow your business through Facebook and Instagram ads and the various other services that we provide to help you grow your business. But yeah, if you, if you need help with digital ads, please reach out to us. 
on the opposite end of, of digital ads, Cody, we mentioned this earlier where door hangers, and I know you yeah. have a lot of knowledge on this, especially more recently, because we have an episode coming out with Naylor from Lawn Care Rookie, where you guys talk all about like every door, every door direct mail and door hangers. And I want to know yeah. what do you have to say now that you have all that knowledge? Yes. So, you know, obviously I cut my teeth as a marketer in digital spaces. And, and so I knew if we were going to cover door hangers beyond just like, yeah, you should put them out that we needed to talk to somebody who had experience, you know, distributing a bunch of them himself, looking at what works, what doesn't work. So that was why I, I called in Naylor to, to help me out there, did a little phone a friend. Look, they are a fantastic way to that strategy was what I was trying to replicate digitally by starting Lightspeed. So they are a fantastic tool. There's nothing that's going to be just hitting the sidewalk and getting your business in people's hands. Those are touches that are valuable. And I think you should be distributing flyers and door hangers to, to get your business seen. I know in Naylor's area, you're, you know, everywhere, you're not allowed to touch people's mailbox. That's like a, a federal thing. But a lot of places will have the newspaper box under the mailbox. You can put it in there. You can go all the way up to the door and put it on the door. And then we've talked also about for nine arounds, especially for landscape contractors, just going to the door of your customer's neighbors and letting them know, hey, we're working on this project over here. We do our absolute best to not disrupt the neighborhood and not be a nuisance. Um, I wanted to give you my card with a little information about the business and my phone number. If you have any problems, if guys are, you know, making noise too late or too early, just let me know and we'll, we'll get it taken care of. You're able to position yourself as providing a, a help to the homeowner. Um, and you're able to get some marketing materials into their hand without being a, you know, solar salesman who's rolling around on his hoverboard, knocking on everybody's door. To speaking of door hangers and doing like a double whammy type of scenario here is if if you're taking advantage of the digital space and you're, let's say this spring, you got your mowing door hangers going out and you want to run Facebook ads you and you're hitting those exact same areas. Well, first of all, they're going to see you physically. They're going to see you digitally. But also with those ads, what we always do with our clients is we make them like super similar to each other. That way yeah. they'll remember like, oh yeah, I had this physical. They might not even say that, but they're like, they'll know they saw the physical piece and then now they see the digital piece too. So you want to make sure those are cohesive as well. That's, that's part of making your company, your brand ubiquitous in their neighborhood. Every time they look around in their neighborhood, we want them to see you. And if there's not a yard sign on their way uh, out of the neighborhood in the morning, then we want to make sure that there was a flyer on their door. And then when they're standing in line at Starbucks to pick up their latte on the way to work, they're seeing your ad in their Instagram feed while they're scrolling. It's all about getting all of those touches uh, from all different angles so that people know who you are and what service you provide. Another touch outside of this, and this is especially great whenever you start collecting customer emails, which you definitely should be doing, which I assume you're doing is, well, starting email campaigns. So again, we'll use the spring rush for an, another example. If this spring rush rush, you should have or should plan to have some email campaigns to go out like the week or 
the week before, but starting into the rush, have about like a four to five email campaign building up. And I want to chime in before I'm already talking, but I'm going to chime in on myself talking. People are going to say, oh, that's spammy or whatever. Like a lot of times people don't see that first email anyways. Mm-hmm. And again, you're competing with everything else in their inbox. They get six LinkedIn emails a day. So your one is nothing. And also mm-hmm. you're going to serve them. So, you know, LinkedIn and Facebook, they're not giving them anything, but you're going to serve them in this way. And we've seen that with a couple of our clients. I mean, we, with emails, we freaking rock it, man. Cause you can, if you make a yeah. really good email, you it's guaranteed sales, you will sell. And the ad spend is basically zero, pretty much zero. Yeah. Yeah. We, so we write email campaigns. If you're a client already working with us and you need some help with that, uh, just shoot me an email and we'll, we can get started on that. But yeah, I mean, email is free marketing. And I think a thing that's not in here, but I'm getting very excited about is the idea of text-based marketing. So I get a lot of text messages now from brands that have collected my phone number over the years. And it's all bigger businesses right now. I don't see it a lot from, you know, the guys that we work with, but I am very excited about the potential there for you send a a lead, a quote via email, and you have an email automation follow-up going out to them. But then also you're going to send them a text message that says, Hey, I sent you this quote. Here's the link to the quote. And, and then a text follow-up on that as well. I am very happy to delete a bunch of unread emails. But the way that texting works now, my like default messages app on my iPhone doesn't let me just get rid of things easily. I have to click into every text message to get the stupid bubble to go away on the app. And so I do, right? And that means that I see all of these promotional text messages that I get from, you know, clothing brands or whatever it is. If you already have all of these other channels built out, and you're looking for somewhere else, something else to sink your teeth into as a business owner, I would absolutely start looking at text-based marketing and seeing if you can get some campaigns going. And one thing you can look at, I know he's in the process of rebranding it, but a guest we've had on the show previously, Riley Potoshnik, runs Schedule Talk, um, which is a like scheduling app was where it started, but it has grown into text marketing. And we're looking at using it in, in Lightspeed for our like internal stuff. So... Uh, definitely worth your time to take a look at and see if it'll be a good fit for you. Yeah, I agree. And especially if you can make that more uh, with a text messaging, since it is a more personal interaction, then just making sure that messaging is also more personal and it feels mm-hmm. like pretty organic, like, oh, did they just text me? Yeah. And mm-hmm. that will definitely uh, hit you. I forgot about that, Cody. We, I mean, we've, j- we've been talking about it, but I didn't think about mentioning it in the podcast. Do you have anything else you want to hit on when it comes to uh, mar- um, email marketing? No, I think that I think that you kind of nailed it there. I mean, you should have these follow-up campaigns built into the business um, for new people getting quotes, but don't forget that it is an excellent avenue for all of your existing customers to upsell them. You should build out your annual calendar of marketing, and this is going to be in the the course that Paul Jamison and I worked on uh, over the winter. Upselling to your existing list is the way that you will get to a million dollars in top line revenue. If you are not increasing your overall profitability on clients, increasing their lifetime value to you, you're going to really struggle to scale. 
So you want to start with, you know, one or two services as your like core services that you do. But then once you've like got those on lock, then you can start expanding into, you know, a handful of services that you upsell all throughout the year to your various clients so that you're increasing that lifetime value that clients have to you. Um, so email upsells are going to be the best way to do that. They're going to be the best bang for your butt far and away. I wanted to add this one, one little thing. If he doesn't want this, I can uh, easily edit this out. But with we had Cameron uh, Cosney on the podcast, I think two episodes ago. And mm -hmm. our first email campaign we ran for him, which I believe was a pruning campaign last year, it just like it we did it five emails, it knocked it out the park, and then since then we do an email campaign for every single service because I mean that's how good it mm -hmm. works. So um, yeah, take I don't care. think Cam will care about that at all. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, I thought you were about to start getting into numbers because I know that we know those. But uh, yeah, I don't think you'll care that if people in the industry know that we wrote some emails. Yeah, I mean, they it knocks it out of the park when you're able to tell customers who have already said yes to you. Hey, there's some other things that we do that are, you know, aligned with that service that you already care about. You care enough to pay us to take care of. You know, we do good work. It's much easier to get those subsequent yeses. Well, I think that, that that about wraps the the episode for this week. Um, make sure to uh, leave a rating and a review if you're listening in a podcast app. We'd really appreciate that. Helps other people find out about the show. It helps gets us featured in the you know other other listeners listen to things at the bottom of other podcasts. Helps people find out about the show. And make sure if you're leaving a review there and you want a question answered on the show, you can throw it in that review. Or if you just want to give us some some helpful feedback, we're also down for that. Robert, thanks so much for being here today, man. I appreciate it. And we will see you next week. And uh, grow your business at light speed, guys. <laughs>